Welcome. You're listening to For the Love of Real Estate, a podcast with Jeffrey Dusan and Adam Stahuro. Man, season two intro music is just so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, welcome season back, two. everybody. We're here for season two. We got picked up another season. Yeah. We're so grateful that we didn't get caught up in the whole Spotify Joe Rogan thing. <laughs> I'll Google that later. Neil Young still loves for the love of real estate, <laughs> for the record, for the moment. The moment. Okay. Yeah. So well, hopefully you're a month in your goals. That's the hope. You know, I, I talk to a lot of agents every day, and some agents that I talk to have had their goals set for this year since October, and I've already started working on their goals. Well, I've been thinking about mine since October. Thinking when that's that's the start, at least you're thinking about it. And then some set them in December, like over Christmas break. And then there's other agents that haven't got them done yet, haven't set their goals yet. Yeah. And it's you know obviously frustrating. You want everybody to have their goals ready to go, but even with goals, but it's okay. It's if you didn't set them yet, that's fine. It's not too late. You get 11 months left. Yeah. Well, even if you set them this month, then yeah, just divide it by how many months you have left. And even at that. You don't have to go by the same fiscal calendar that everybody else does. You can just be like, all right, well, now if I set my goals here, then let's just do it February to February. So there's just a couple handfuls of hours left in this work day, the last work day of the month, the last day of the month. Mm -hmm. um, what if I said I was going to take six listings this month and I've taken one? What do I do now? There's a few things that you have to do is one stay up all night until you is, yeah that's the first thing stay up all night until you get it no um, seriously no seriously is we need to either one look at our goal was it realistic when you talk about know. you talk about it apparently goals, wasn't it was being smart well maybe you got long covid yeah <laughs> but long omnicron yeah. Now, I, yeah. Should they be smart goals? And so that would be the first thing I looked at is, is is my goal realistic? I'm the type that's known for setting unrealistic goals. We all know that. And so for me, if I didn't hit my goal of six listings this month, well, how did how is it that I go back and look at it from a realistic standpoint of what was I actually going to do? And then from there, just like I said, dividing it out then and saying, all right. Do I now next month get 12 listings or do I take that six and then spread it out over the next year and say, all right, now, even though I didn't hit that goal, I've recalculated my goals. And that's why I always focus on what they call 411, looking at the four weeks in the, in the month, looking at the one month and looking at the one year. And so if I do that each month and reforecast what my goals look like, then that it, it makes it easier to kind of stay focused and stay on track of knowing what realistically I need to do. Yeah, I want to have a stretch goal, but what realistically can get done? So what's the SMART goal? What's SMART stand for? Well, SMART stands for specific, and that's really where I start. You know, when, when agents say that... I want to have a great year. That's yeah, I have goal. a great year. Or even had one that was slightly specific. She said she wanted to sell 30 units. Great. It's double what she did last year, but what's the volume? What's the gross commission income? But even more than that is why. Yeah. Being very specific. Okay. So we got to the S. What's the M? M is measurable. How do we track this? How do we measure it? Right. What does it look like? 
And that's the whole thing of when I talked about that 411, if we do measure it, what is the total volume? Okay. What is the total units? What is the total GCI? We have a, a way to measure that and then divide it out by how many months we're going to be working in that year to figure out what we have to do this month. So we have a way of measuring it. Then A. Awesome. A for action, attention. How many A words do I have to think of? Keep going. <laughs> We're really enjoying the guessing. <laughs> Accurate, <laughs> intelligent. <laughs> I like that you, you realized that last one didn't start with an A. Attainable, realistic. Attainable. I was close. I was getting there. You're waiting for it? Yeah. Um, that's the part that <laughs> we were just talking about is being you realistic, take being a boy out of Florida. You can't take the Florida out of the boy. Yeah. Um, attainable of being, you know, if six listings is the goal to uh, hit your goals, is it really attainable? Can you actually do it? And that's what we want to look at. Um, for me, if I said, oh, I want to take 20 listings this month and nobody ever in, even in our area had done it, then is it possible? Can we really attain that? And so the R is really relevant. Yes. Is it relevant? Is it going to get you somewhere you want to go? And that goes back into, you know, what a lot of people call their big why is why are we doing this? How is it relevant? And timely. What's our time frame for it? There you go. Okay. So that's a smart goal. Mm -hmm. Now, I said in the earlier in my example, I've got six. Um, my goal was six listings. Yeah. And I'm ending January today with only one. And mm -hmm. I work till midnight and all I could have was one. <laughs> what do I do tomorrow, February 1st? Do I just take the five, add it to the six more that I start with February needing and say, all right, I'll get 11 in February. Super. That would be that would be one plan. That's not what I would do. Okay. Do I take the five and maybe for the next, um, next five months, I add one more listing. So if I do five months of taking seven. I, what I would do is. Depends if that's attainable or not. Yeah. Is I would look at what is attainable. What's realistic what's relevant like what what does all this mean and really <clears throat> focusing on starting over for that month of like what do the numbers really look like why is that important to you and being able to um figure out the plan to progress forward for me i wouldn't say okay well i missed my goal let me just tack all of them on the next month i would divide it out over the next 12 months and say all right how is it that i can adjust get back on track and start to grow I don't, I don't want it to be overwhelming and that's what i want to focus on is how is it that i can keep progressing forward yeah I, I think that there is one more thing though i think that most people in in sales are really bad forecasters mm -hmm. we're, we're really optimistic and we're optimistic as uh really to save ourselves from when we go home and cry all the time yeah um rejection is is a part of this business you know another someone that you showed the property to five times <laughs> in a day and a half and you yeah. dropped you didn't go to a kid's ball game you didn't 
go do something fun and make this you know make this appointment and then you do all this and then they never place an offer mm -hmm. like i blew i blew up my whole weekend for this for this one buyer that didn't materialize like these are frustrating things so as our own little mental protections a lot of us are very uh optimistic so we can always say you know what I can make a million a month in GCI this year, and all it's going to take is 15 listings a day. I can do it. Yeah. And maybe you can. Maybe you have a team and you have some things that are built out to that. Uh, but at the same time, why is that the goal? So let's go back to your big why, Let's, pick, which I think we've talked about on this yeah. podcast a number of times. Go back and see what that number really needs to be. Go look at that mm -hmm. month again. Yeah. You may be able to hit your goal only taking three listings a month or yeah. only taking two listings a month, which is much. If you worked real hard January, all you get is one. Maybe there's some adjustments and some coaching to get you to two or three. Mm -hmm. It's getting better with your scripts and dialogue or getting better, getting a little more confidence, cleaning up your listing package, yeah. different things. Putting it all together is oftentimes very difficult. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's definitely one option is get to the right goal. Yeah. And maybe six is not the goal. Once I would say once you have an idea of, of what the real goal is and why it matters, from there it's writing out like, okay, what's my plan? What what's my steps that I have to take this week? More importantly, how do I boil that down? What do I have to do today? What should I do in this minute? Uh, having that plan is is so crucial. You know. I'd heard that most people will buy like a self-help book and if they even open it, don't read past the first chapter. Yeah. The numbers in that are staggering, but yeah, go ahead. And it's one of the things that if we look at our goals kind of the same way, like we've set 12 chapters, basically 12 months of our goals yeah. and some people will focus this first month and then lose focus of it all over again. That's why it's important to have that each month it's going back to, all right, what does this month look like? How do I reforecast these numbers? But then you know, yeah. breaking it down into manageable bite-sized chunks and not getting overwhelmed by it and sticking forward to getting that process done. Well, you're only going to want to make a sacrifice to achieve your goal if the if if it means if when you hit it, something meaningfully changes in your life. Yes. Yes. Well, that's or not hitting yeah. it causes something to mean meaningfully change. I, I always, you know, joke around of we're just trying to turn hard work into chicken nuggets. And that really is the actual concept of if somebody says, oh, I want to make $100,000 in, in real estate my first year. Okay, great. But why 100? Right. What does that mean? Why does everyone come up with the same number and has no meaning behind it? <laughs> yeah. that's, the, that's the majority of my meetings is figuring out the meaning behind how much they want to earn. It'd be more, than what, it'd be more money than I made in my last job. Yeah. Okay, okay great. great. You never hit six figures. Okay, we can help you. Yeah. Now. And what does that mean? What that means. And that's the that's the biggest thing is it's not about selling real estate. It's not about how much money you're going to make. It's what that gets you. And then more importantly, like if I said, oh, I want to be able to get investment properties. Well, why? So I can have more money. Well, why? So I can go and travel. What, where? Where do you want to travel? What does that look like? How much do you need for that? Like you've got to be so visually clear on what you want and being able to 
feel it inside that it is happening. There is no choice. Right. This is going to happen. And having that passion behind you that when you get up in the morning, that's what's driving you to get out of bed is what you're going to get from accomplishing those. So when you go into work and get your goals done. One time I told you, are you being a little tough on that person? Maybe you should let them off the hook for not making their goal. No. And I was wrong. But you said something that was very profound. Do you remember? Yeah. Um, refresh my memory just in case. <laughs> you said, I'm not letting her off the hook. Goals are immovable objects. Yeah. And if we don't treat them like immovable objects, they won't be, then they're not important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that that's definitely the case. Um, you know, it's kind of the opposite of the advice my dad always gave me is that, you know, if you can't find a man that's up to your standards, just lower your standards. <laughs> uh, but that's what you have to look at. A lot of people treat their goals that same way. And it has to be, no, this is a hard line in the sand. This is what I'm this doing. This is what's going to happen. This is what I'm doing. Yeah. And I think the last part of all this is tell other people. Yes. Embarrassment works wonders. <laughs> no, truthfully, just the act of writing your goal down, like all of a sudden you shoot up to an almost 80% chance of success mm -hmm. just from writing it down. Yeah. Then when you start telling other people, that increases your likelihood of hitting it even more because the way our brain works, the writing and the telling other people commits us in a much more, much deeper, yes, much deeper level. That's the biggest aspect is, yeah. is the commitment of looking at it from an aspect of having like an accountability buddy of like, who's going to hold you accountable to your goals. If you keep them hidden to yourself, then really you have yourself to blame. But if we can reach out and have open conversations about what we want to accomplish and what that looks like, then we are going to be working harder because we don't want to let ourselves down, but we don't want to let our friends down by knowing that we didn't do what we said we were going to do because we want to be able to uphold that. Well, great. It's not too late to make your goals. It's never too late to make your goals. They may be smart. What, are, what is smart? Specific. Specific. Measurable. Measurable. Attainable. Attainable. Relevant. Relevant. Timely. Timely. Good. Good. Good job, Adam. Yeah. I got them all that time. <laughs> all right. Well. Episode one. Episode one, season two. Done. That means uh, we've made it past the first chapter. So here's the second chapter in our book. What are we talking about next time? Uh, you have to stay tuned. Surprise. <laughs> yeah. Actually, next week's going to be great. Fantastic. Can't wait. See you all, all next right. week. We'll see you guys later. We hope you enjoyed listening to For the Love of Real Estate, a podcast with Jeffrey Nissan and Adam Stahura.